Hi, Amanda. Welcome to Literally Let's Talk About It. Hi, Perez. Thank you very much. I'm grateful and I feel proud to be here. Like, obviously, I listen to your podcast and it's giving what it's supposed to give. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel like we're both like, big Whitney fans, so we're like, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. giving. <laughs> it's giving. giving okay, so. Before we move into the podcast, I even forgot the last clip. Introduce yourself to you're already well known, but like introduce yourself. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. You're already well known. You're well known. But like introduce yourself, what you do and what you're about. Okay. Um Amanda, Amanda Official. I have a brand called Black Bomandi. It's a social media brand per se. I have like I run like a digital agency, social media marketing agency, alongside. Um, I'm a blogger. I think I am. I'm still struggling with that. Um, I just recently started YouTube. Just one video, introductory video. I haven't quite in, like, dived into it. Life is happening. I'm just trying to make money anywhere I can, basically. So I'm me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I get you. Everybody's trying to survive. Yes. All the economy is fucking us up. Uh, so before we go into the whole episode, the whole gist of the episode, what I like to do is get comfortable with my guests. We talk about what's happening on social media, you know, reality TV, if you're into it, because I love reality TV, like TV shows and those kinds of stuff. And I feel like we have those similar interests. So yeah. we could like talk about those things. And I know you're a big fan of Love Island. And I feel like Nigerians are just getting into Love Island. But yeah. we've been fan I think I think I was I started watching Love Island like last year with Jamie and India's set. And since then yeah, me I've too. Been hooked. See, like we've been hooked <laughs> since then. And this season was giving a whole lot of messy and shit vibes. Right from the very first day. The very first day and like they were like that mm. i feel like there are a lot of issues from colorism to like minute racism we could yeah see it. you know but the, the uk is, is like we're not racist but they, they are they're the most you see the things uk racism is like surface like it's actually deep but you only get to see the surface and you don't see it much because they try to cloud your brain that no, it's not racism. It's just mm-hmm. human reaction. But it is like the racism is crazy. Like you, you could see a bit of colorism with even the most of the white, um, the white um, islanders and even the black one. Tariq, it showed what you, the projections that he was projecting on the dark skin was just common colorism that they do not deserve Girl. to be loved. That was Girl. just it. Like it questioned Girl. every bit of this. I hope it comes out and reflects on his actions. And the annoying part is that nobody is holding him accountable. Any of his interviews. Ella would, yes. Ella would never hold him accountable. She's I feel like I like Ella, but I feel like she's still very young that she does not understand that what he does unto others, he will do unto you. Yes. Because he does not give you the shaggy, the way he gives to others, he will still dish yes. it out to you in a little, exactly. like a different way, maybe a different, I don't know, but it's still yeah, because to, it's still reach you. The thing is, I think with, with us as humans, we get to see different versions of people. But I also mm-hmm. believe that while you are with someone, whatever version they are showing to others, while they are with you, it, it can get to you. There's no like surety that it's not going to get to you, that you will not collect you definitely call it. And she kind of like sits through most of his bullshit. So I I feel like yes, she does, but she only saw through those bullshits because Whitney showed her that those were bullshit. Yeah, she didn't know they were bullshit. You know when you don't like, know stuff. Yes. I feel yeah, like she didn't know. Like Ella will be like just in Whitney and be like, oh babe, see what Tyreek did and Whitney will be like, no, that's that, that's wrong. He's not supposed to do that. She's like, wait, are you for real? And I like that she goes to check him, but yeah. I don't feel like she checks him enough. See, she that's cares. the thing about reality TV that I love the most is the fact that reality reality TV, uh, sorry, reality TV, it's based on confrontations. Mm-hmm. 
when something yeah. happens, you you have to go confront. That's how conversations happen. But like someone like me that I don't really like confrontation, I don't fuck with that. So I can't survive reality TV. But for them, they actually have to go have a conversation about it. You don't let everything slide. Because I think once you let things slide, they become to pile up. And that's like inbuilt anger for that one. So it's better she checks yeah, it at that yeah. moment. That's why I like Whitney. The very moment the oh. disrespect happens, she doesn't think about it. So let's you. do it later. Whitney's like, babe, yeah. no, no. Don't she checks that. the disrespect and like, immediately. Yeah. Immediately, and I'm like, wow. I feel like what yeah, and I think she should, because I think for the dark oh. skin girls in there, for someone like India, India received a lot of love, even within the house and outside. But this set of girls they didn't get like a lot of love, and I don't, I don't think they are perfect. I don't see anyone is perfect, but most of the hits they got within the show was really based on colorism, and it's crazy. As a dark skin person. The reason Pardon? why India didn't get as much hate, sorry, I feel like the yeah. reason why India didn't get as much hate is because she's not thick. Yeah, she's quite real yeah. and very, very lovable. Yeah, and she's like, she's very, India has like a very girly personality, very, oh, babyish and everything. And then she's also very small in size, physically. So if you're dark skin, you're small and you're that you have that kind of attitude. You're giving you feminine give vibes. Yes, you get That's it gives weird. them feminine vibes. But Whitney and Catherine, I noticed they're bigger. Like they have more, they have more boobs, more ass. I was even shocked to see Catherine's ass. I was like, God, God. these babes are wonderful. Packed. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, the reason and then Whitney's direct. Whitney is very yes. direct. She's a I will talk to you the way I want to talk to you. I carry yes. myself with so much respect. That I need you to carry me that kind of way, and people are yes. like black girls doing that. And if you notice, she doesn't come for anybody until they come for her. Honestly, which is, she doesn't like. Which is understandable. She, yeah, as a black like, girl, you can't just you can't just talk anyhow. Like the first, the first two. Yeah, see, I think the first set of like disrespect I got was oh I picked for Michelle was um uh issue with um, Mendy if you remember. Oh. It, it was it was being so rude and disrespectful to her, and she was being the shillest version of herself. If I were in that spot or that situation, I swear to God, they would have collected. I would have slapped him. But seriously, him. like, and it was trying him. to project. It was trying to make some projections on her that she was being rude or she was being loud, why she was not. But because mm-hmm. that's the black girl aesthetics they painted in their head, and they want mm-hmm. to force that on a dark skinned person. Mm-hmm. You see, I read an article. Or I read an article about like they did a minute of Catherine's um interview she had on a podcast recently, and she was like, the, yeah, the one um, producers were trying to, the, yeah. yeah, they wanted her to shout at Zach during the old Zach issue, but she didn't. Yeah. But why are you paint? They want to paint that narrative out there because they just want to find a way to follow their own script to get. Is the truth is that they wanted a white couple to win that show. That's just the honest truth. I don't see I'm because. So just one because like Sam had always said Jess is not fine, Jess is not his type, Jess the is not words, the type of baby who sit outside and go after. And I'm like, what crazy. Fuck? At least Look, see, if you wanted a white couple to give it to Molly, at least I'd have been like, you know what? Yeah, whatever. At least they're they're not an ISO, to be honest. Together they're not an ISO. I really don't care. I'm, I can't be bothered like about them to be honest. But like I Honestly, am super yeah. I don't even if Jess was like just said she tried to play two sides in some situations but i don't think she's like bad 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 and she, she didn't deserve some to be honest some is a shitty i remember one old islander talking about how half the time most of the people that you couple up with in love island it's not because you really want to couple up with them it's just because you've been in an enclosed space with these people for a very long time you have to find an attraction one way or another or you have like, you know when yeah and you know when, like, when we were in uni, there were some guys that were like, oh, my God, this boy is fine. Until you now finish uni and you've seen life, and you're like, what the fuck was I seeing in that bitch? Yeah. I feel like that's how Love Island is. So I'm not going to lie. Sam and Jess might last for, like, a year, and that's it. They're going to be, like, lessons. For her own life. sake, I remember as she felt when she found out that her friends didn't like Je- um, um, Sam. Like, so sweet. 
yeah, she was really down. Like she felt really bad when she found out that her friends didn't like Sammy. And I think that affected her a bit. But the game is the game. She had to like play through it to the end because she liked the boy, obviously. And obviously, like the boy actually did disrespect her right in her face. Not just, no. not once, not, uh, do you get? No. So I, I don't see it working. People just went to Love Island to like get all poly brand deals and everything. And I get it. Yeah. But don't just be faking out there. I feel like the only real couple we've seen in Love Island since Molly and her fiance has been Indy and Dami and also Tasha and her boyfriend. Yeah. But I don't know. I think maybe these people they may actually work out. Um Kat and Scott. They, that's oh, if they, they choose to go oh, their they way. They definitely work. I, I know like I know with me. I know for a fact that Whitney went to Love Island to say her weeks. I just knew that one. Oh, they were always laid. <laughs> like, like for the first two episodes, not like for the first three to four episodes that she came in, she was always like, I say weeks, I say weeks. I'm like, sis, your marketing skills is tough nosh. She's a Nigerian babe. She's like, I, I got to get yeah. this bag. I don't find yeah. love in here. And I feel like Lockan fits her. It was like, I feel like Whitney and Lockan happening was the most unexpected love story ever to happen in Love Island. Yeah, because they're actually friends. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, Lockan is a rich white guy. You know, he's Whitney's not his vibe. Whitney's not the kind of the, girl that Lockan will be with. That is colorism. But they don't know. Some of them actually know. I feel Tariq for a fat knows. Oh, he knows. He's a black boy. He Even, definitely knows. I feel Tariq knows. Even what's this guy's name? Was it Sammy? Sammy is a colorist. Is a serious like. Even the fact that he said with smart not once or twice that he likes brunette, but he didn't let Jess know that. So Jess can stop like fooling herself because mm-hmm. honestly, when she's going to see the clips. Uh, and obviously, you saw their OK magazine covers. Like, it was looking at her with disgust. Like, how do you look at somebody you right. like like that? Right. <laughs> what, what? What? Well, you know what? Good luck to the Love Island buddies. But I do yeah. hope, my prayer is that, I don't want to be a hater, but I do hope that Ella and Tyreek make it work. Because if that man enters the club. It's over. Mm, 100 bodies is my joke. Like you you don't want to be a hater. I'm a proud hater. Like I am obviously an hater. I love to be an hater. I'm open about it. <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not working out. You know, I, I, Ella Ella is not that kind of girl. Tariq, he's a lovely guy, but there's yeah. just too many red flags about him. Relationship. She said it herself that, like, obviously she can see see all of the red flags, but she's still choosing to stick by him and all of that. And it's just being shitty towards her. Like, that's not a shitty lady. And, if, you know, obviously, when, even with friends, my friends mm-hmm. tend to tell me a lot of things, even information I didn't ask for. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. And I sit there, I pack everything in. The mm-hmm. ones that are, like, very, very important to them, I try to remember. You get, these yeah. are discussions we have with friends. Not to talk of somebody that's your partner. If you tell me a gist, my partner is my gossip it's like i'm going to spill my mouth open like the flood of utopia but just the um remember the confrontation within the last few episodes between yeah, Ruth and, Lock- yeah. and it was like why are you telling your why why are you telling her what oh, is he supposed to tell her so, there weird. are things that would even happen that obviously when they come out Tyreek won't stay ella good luck to her though see like, whenever I see comments like, oh my god, I love Ty and Ella, they're the realest love, and I'm like, people are just struggle love warriors, but you know what? This is what black people like. We like struggle love. That's why we don't like, that's why people are like, they don't really see Locke and liking Whitney, because I feel like we have never seen a black woman that has never struggled in love, and Whitney did not struggle in love. Yeah. They liked that way. Yeah, when she was with Medi, she was, you know, her head was cracking and everything. They enjoyed watching a black woman suffer. But once Duncan came in, he was very direct. He was like, you know what? We're friends first before anything. And we're like, why well, do they make exclusive? That's typical Tyler Perry's movie. They love it. Bro, I tweeted the same shit. I was like, we have gotten too used to Tyler Perry's narratives of black women. 
love black struggles, love. black women's struggles. It's always black women's struggles. That's how they painted the black woman anger. Like black woman is always angry. Yeah. And do you know the funny thing is talking about black woman anger? Last year, I remember a situation where somebody tried to. Do you know when somebody is fucking with you so much that they will now try to make you look like the bad guy because you reacted to them being a bitch? And they're like, and oh your my anger God, is valid. And they'll be like, you, you have anger issues. Oh my God, you're so angry. Have anger issues. When I was watching um, Love Island, one thing I learned from Whitney was that don't give people a reaction. Not everything deserves a reaction. Yeah. You can react on your own, like when you've left the space. But at that moment, if you see that they're fishing for a reaction, keep quiet. Yeah, you just learn, learn to know when somebody's poking. When somebody's mm-hmm. poking. So that's yeah. how you can avoid conversations like that that are not worth of your time. So you just yes. boom. So let's piggyback off of this into Big Brother Niger. <laughs> that's my zone. <laughs> <laughs> they've been poking in nearby in that house and she has been answering and the funny thing is i don't feel okay i see very um two different types of tweets online when people are like oh Ilebaye is a, a manipulative person oh Ilebaye is doing all of this for attention and some are like really pitying her i feel like i'm on the middle ground because i understand Ilebaye, but then i do feel like she needs to have a certain level of self-control and also realize that because you are so young you should not let people use you for idiots like i have the time where she's like reacting to situations i'm like babe you should have not done that even myself I thought, if now outside we therefore deck you you see you see what you're saying i have a different a completely different view about it okay, i kind of think right. she has studied that game so well I think she knows she knows what she's doing. You, the thing is with Ilibai, she she tends to poke people. Even in her season, she poked a lot. Like she pokes people a lot. She likes to write people off. So I mm-hmm. think she came in with a card game that okay. Oh in her season, she didn't last long in the house before she got evicted in the other yeah. colorful house that they were in. But this season, obviously they had one month to prepare. And most of them, yeah. they got teams before they came into the house. So there's obviously strategies and all of that, what they're coming to do, what they're coming to say, how they're coming to rebrand. Ilibaya, mm-hmm. to me, I don't know if it's true, but it's just from my point of view. I think she, mm-hmm. like, I actually love that she's in the house because during her season, like I said, she didn't survive long. She did, she even lost her Instagram account, had to start again, had over like 100,000 followers. She didn't get much yeah. brandies. She didn't actually like pick a lot of bag from the show. So this was like mm-hmm. a second chance for her. And honestly, mm-hmm. if I were to be in her shoes, if I'm going at a second chance, I would throw whatever shame I have, throw it away because I can obviously rebrand within a year and I'm someone else. I mean, Tasha rebranded, yes. she's someone else. Do you get? Yes. So yeah. I think she came in, she came with a game plan. She's the youngest. She just, she wants to gain that pity. She did it. I can swear that she did it. But the problem was, the housemates knew her game. Some of them clocked her that, okay, this is what she was trying to play at. But they fell into it. They gave her exactly what she wanted. And now, she wa- I, I think she wanted the disqualification. Even from a diary session I just watched, she definitely wanted that disqualification. But she didn't get it. You saw she wore pyjamas during the yeah. day of that she was almost getting disqualified. Yeah. Beauty yeah. wore a pyjamas during the day she was during the day she got disqualified. There are a lot of loopholes, like a lot of calculations. She wanted that disqualification because sometimes if you're not winning a show, getting disqualified can actually give you a, the bag more okay. than the winner said. I mean, yeah. I've seen Erica. Erica got like her fans gave her the prize money when she came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and obviously she's going to like gain the clouds, the pity and everything. But it didn't mm-hmm. exactly work out for her, you get. So obviously she gets to stay in the house. And now she, she I don't know, she doesn't know what's happening outside. But right now I think she has discovered that, okay, this can't work anymore. Since I did, mm-hmm. if the thing with disqualification is that just try to get it the very, very moment you are issued the strikes. Get it at that instant. If you get it like, if you can't create contest within that space of months, you're not that person anymore between yes. like you've changed that you don't want to be that person that write people up or you don't want to show your anger anymore mm-hmm. which she's, she's trying to do right now she has to find yeah. a way to stay to the end without that disqualification 
that's just it. Because right now, she has to save content. And the content doesn't have to be, except she, she wants to get, if she wants to get this content, either way, she has already, I see her social media engagement is crazy. She has already gathered like fans. Why don't you, her Instagram is just there yet. But. Hey, hey. Then let's now talk about Tolani Badge and Neo. I'm off the back of my head. Those two are fucking, I'm sorry. It's very obvious. It's as clear as day. Like, it's so, it's so clear. Those two are fucking, and then I heard that she's with Beauty. Because that is the with housemates beauty. are just, Yeah, the housemates are speculating, speculating from like fraud to doing to Alex. Even everybody has just been, Like, everybody's already like, but he's not with, which is weird, which is fucked up. I don't understand. Like, is it an open relationship or are they just cheating on each other? Is it like normal Lagos relationship kind of vibes? Oh, no. I saw I saw a clip yesterday, or was it this morning, that he was telling Tolani Baj that he's not in a relationship with Beauty. Yeah. That's what was on the clip. Well, I don't know if it's true or if he's lying or, or maybe they had like an agreement or whatever. But mm-hmm. four people in the industry can't be lying. See, Confirm. this is what I love. This is what I love about the All Star seasons. These are people already in the industry, so their their role right now is to give me industry secrets and industry gist. Oh my whatever. god! I remember watching an episode and like Uki was talking about how they've been pimping out babes from the Big Brother house, and then the girls talking about how they be like. I was just like, you guys be fucking for money and selling it on national TV. Some I of them are for my business like that. No, like, like some of them aren't actually like. Fucking, <laughs> why is that up so hard? <laughs> but like, some of them actually like just go for like what do you call it now appearances and stuff. And just mm-hmm. said so that do you know how many people pay me to be my present or whatever? Even Venita too. But I think it's like I've always I try not to judge. I feel like those are their choices. You get there are different categories of prostitution. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, like, you can't deny the There are different. I can go deep into an educative series, sex education, on different categories of procedure in Nigeria. There is normal oluku, oluku for five ish. That would be. There's um, what do you call this place in Benin? There's different stages you get. There's ah, some of my friends are coming over. Oh, eh, eh. Every you get, but those like what Moni said, although I do not like totally agree with him because I feel it's a lot of bullshit. He said most of the girls, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's laced with misogyny. Yeah, it is. It is. I don't agree with him. It is like most of the men on that show. You know why I'm annoyed by that show is that there's not a single person in that show that it's not an eight-hour woman. Even, uh, maybe I could say cross, but maybe because it gives this vibe of like he's innocent. I don't know. I actually haven't like heard his thoughts, so I can't mm-hmm. say. But for yeah. the ones that put their thoughts, it's actually like very shitty. Even Kidwaya, I don't know. Do you know what's pinning me about that Kidwaya owner is that he stays in the UK. Obviously, the system runs it. When he comes here, he washes his place by himself. Or maybe he has an outside or, or whatever. He cooks by mm-hmm. himself. He does seven. But he's in big brother house. Did you think the women there came to audition to come and for marriage? Or they the came... The thing is that when I was seeing that conversation, I was like, what the fuck? We are all adults. You have hands and legs. Like, did, did they come to audition and say, I want to come and be taking care of somebody's child? Like, Venita said, oh, say, oh, I'm coming on this show. To, I'm leaving my children, no. My own children, no. Yeah, two birth. kids. Because they don't. I don't love them. To come and take care of somebody else's child. Like, what the fuck? If you cannot clean up a bathroom, if you cannot take care of a space by yourself, you are a fucking imbecile. Yeah. And you are irresponsible for that because there's 120 million naira at stake. I'm not here to please you. See, like, I was talking to Mucha on Twitter. You see the worst version of myself if I'm in that house. Although I don't like confrontations, but you see the worst version of myself. I will sabotage you, I can sabotage. I mean, Tony said somebody... Guy, see, as far as I don't get like physical, they will see the worst possible version of him that they can get. Is do you know 120 million is in this a, a cost of living crisis? 
Like it's good. I hate the fact that people are acting as if they are not there for the money. They are there for something else. Obviously, lots of them oh, they, they have businesses that they came to like push. Go a lot of them says, know what they are there for. But yeah. the thing is, you know, misogyny, we don't expect women to just pursue money. Be relaxed. Women are, you understand? Women mm-hmm. are expected to always please men in any space that they enter. Yeah. So no matter, even though they're all there for the same price, there's still an expectation on those women to fulfill their maternal needs. In her course, yes. maternal needs. Uh, and the thing is, it doesn't work like that. And I feel like maybe these men are becoming so... But once you move into the, the cocoa of this whole podcast episode. So you and I have discussed this thing before about like you rebranding, building your brand back up. I remember when I first met you in... Was it not 2019? Yes, it was 2019. I met you back then. You were still doing Black Dot Man B. You were a big name in the University of Benin. Even in Benin as, as a whole. You were... Doing your shit. Anybody, anybody that's heard Black Dog Mandy was like, that name carried weight. And Thank then you. you got to a point where you paused. I felt like you took time out for yourself to, like, you know, restructure your brand and learn everything. And then you moved to Lagos. You tried out new things. We were talking about how that, like, whole process was. So I just want us to discuss on, you know, speak on that. I want to hear why you did all those things. Why... You took that time out why you were like you know what i want to take a step backwards yes i built this thing but is this really what i want because now you've come out from all of that and you you're already doing it better you're already doing it amazing you've learned what you need to learn and you're like i feel like a lot more confident than the first time i met you you were really like a wallflower i remember we went to square head together and you're just like on your phone you're like i'm not talking to anybody <laughs> nobody <laughs> and yeah. now you're very outspoken you're posting on social media you're doing your shit i just want to you know learn that whole situation what happened why what was going on in your head um um like you said i've become like a lot confident than i usually was before um when i was in school it was kind of like easier. I won't say life wasn't like happening to me. Obviously, life is happening mm-hmm. to me. I had issues back then, but like I had a lot of like support, like financially and otherwise. But those when I got to like Panay, I was like really scared. I was like super scared of of the future. I was scared of like life after school, like I was going to survive. Like when I was writing my exams, my friend Mary, she used to come to my room then. I used to cry every five o'clock, like every day. I was crying my bunk. So Mary used to like come and like check up on me and stuff. And the tears went like I like just want to cry. It's I can't help it because I wake up every day and I'm scared. Cause I don't I don't I don't like know the point of it. Like being in Benin and doing that kind of stuff. I've seen people who've spent like lower amount of energy yes commitments do exactly what i do in lagos and they blew up and they fucking made i don't even think they were that committed as much i was as i was i don't even think they were that like branded as much as my brand was at that age and time but it just felt like i think competition is still um, competition um comparison is a still out of joy i think that yeah. plays rules into it but like I knew, like, I didn't want to be in Benin. I wanted to be in Benin, but I didn't want to be in Benin. I don't know, I, I don't know if I could... How do I explain that? I get I feel that. like... You felt comfortable. You felt, you felt safe in Benin. I felt safe. you're like, this is not for me. Yes, exactly. I wanted more, and Benin wasn't going to give it to me. So I had two plans, like, for my NYSE. Actually, the plan was to kick off in 2020, but... A lot 2020 was a lot, I won't lie. There are a lot of things yeah. in 2020. I I was I'm not actually an activist. I won't claim to be one. But I don't like what I don't like is what I don't like. You get. So I tried to involve myself in a lot of things physically. 
because when I was doing my brand, people knew the people knew the brand, like, but they didn't know me. That was yeah. just the truth. If I was even working, they won't see me. It's people that knew people in my faculty that actually knew me. There are a few times that some some point in school like, ah, that's black domain. I'm like, hey. And the thing is, I'm always frowning. You get so you can't know you can't know what you can't know what I'm feeling this side. Amanda, Amanda. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm always frowning. See, it's crazy, like even some of my friends, because I had like an issue where if I see you, even if you're my friend, I'll see you, I'll be looking at you, but my brain doesn't pick that this is somebody I know. Oh my it's, god, I thought I was the only one. No. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you ignore me, and I'm like, I swear, man, I don't see you. I'm seeing you eye to eye, but I've not picked it yet that on one of my friends did this. So, so that <laughs> happened to me a lot in school, even till now. It's so to me, I'll just be looking at you. Or to maybe we're not close to each other, like super close to each other. You're not happy, you're not start talking. Mm-hmm. She tries to complain a lot and that. You, you just look person. You just like say you don't look person. Every time. <laughs> maybe my mind is so my mind is always somewhere else to be honest but yeah. like that one eh, i don't know if it's my mind is somewhere else or i don't get try i'm seeing you but i'm not seeing you yeah, you're just always used yeah. to ignoring like your surroundings like where you're going to is the forefront of your mind and yeah. everything else is just yeah, I and this. I was I was like mostly in a shell. Like, I, it takes a lot of time before I get comfortable with people. To be very yeah. very honest, it takes a lot of time. And most of my friends, they have people I've known for years. Like, I'm not open to making new friends. Even when I was in school, I've always like categorized people. I just categorize people in my head, which is not good. It's like you're judging people without even meeting them. But mm-hmm. that was just who I am. So I like to, I just like to be mature. So I'm just in. But I'm actually I was actually quite chilled if you get to know me, but I wasn't up for friendship or anything. And for the most part of school, I wanted to just make money. So I the education itself, I'm not it's a, I'm not a dull person, I won't lie. I'm not a dull person. And maybe I might have disappointed my parents with my results, but I'm not a dull person, I didn't know. <laughs> but like it just got to a point that I know say, oh, well, this is <laughs> not for me again. <laughs> I just wanted to make money and I already discovered my passion. I like entertainment, I like music, I like marketing, you get. So yeah. I just like, okay, 2020, once I finish school, I'm going into building myself, building my career and all of that. So mm-hmm. first things I did first, I cut my hair, my final year, no, was it on 24th of December 2019? I went to cut my hair. Although, like, my sister wanted to cut her hair because she has an, she had an issue with her hair. So I was doing, like, moral support. I said, okay, yeah. let me just cut my hair. So both of us just cut her hair. But, <laughs> but it was kind of like a, like a new start for me. So yeah. I used my hair as a form of commitment. When I cut the hair, I knew I was going to train it back, to be very honest. And I know it won't take time, that years, but I know I was going to train it back immediately. So I started training back. But this time, I was like, I'm not going to put relaxer on the hair. I'm not going to put chemicals. You know, people that train, like, natural it's not easy. Virgin hair, it's not easy. It takes a lot of commitment. Because you can be like, oh, my God, they do this again. You don't go relax them. But my hair was, like, a majoring factor as to the direction I wanted my life to go. For the next one year but it can't cast 2020 was chaos um we were died we had to go for a protest um answers there are lots of things like there are lots of things that i got advice that i should just use it in career building but it wasn't something that i wanted to use i know like for was protest it was a lot like after the protests and stuff. It, it was, was a very painful situation. It was a lot, like, and I kept getting like messages and stuff. Oh, I didn't want. I don't talk to anybody. It was that. It was quite simple. I don't want to use this to build my brand. I don't talk to anybody. This is somebody's debt. It's not something I should come and use as a profitable means. I don't know if you get. So I wasn't up for that. I just closed that part out. 
So even at a point, um, I think one of the girls that did like an interview, she was like, um, do you see yourself an activist or do you want to go into this food? I was like, no, this is not, this is not me. I just didn't fuck with this. And I wanted to speak up because I had the platform and there were others too who wanted to join in. Obviously I can't, I'm not a one mile person. So it kicked up. Mm-hmm. For the most part of 2020, it was just fucked up and there was COVID. So I'm um, guy, COVID, like why some people use COVID to like build brands and stuff. I'm yeah, so right, proud of some people. Yeah. I just couldn't do it. Like my, I thought I was going to die. Even my entire family knew that I was scared that I was going to die from COVID. <laughs> so it, 2020 wasn't it for me. It was one of the worst years of my life. So but 2021, I was supposed to go for NYSA. Yeah, my batch. So my plan was I'll go to, I was just serving Benin since I was based in Benin. I used to like frequent data state a lot and all of that. But I was like, okay, I was serving Benin, just save money and stuff, get my own place, focus on content creation, do music and um, PR for like Benin artists. That was my plan. But I got someone that kind of motivated me, and my friend Sophia. She already moved to Lagos a year before. Like when the COVID was like going down, she moved to Lagos and she got a job. So Sophia was like, Amanda, what are you doing in Benin now? Come Lagos, come Lagos. She actually did motivate me. So I was like, okay, let me just try it. If you walk to Lagos, good. If it doesn't work, good. I'm not going to kill myself. Anywhere it works to fine. Um, I, I didn't really like put it in my act of that. But when I got Lagos, I was happy, to be very honest. While I was happy, I had the worst time in NYC. I've wrote everything about that. NYC was fucking pissing off my entire life. Not like the old program of the NYC, but like camp itself. A lot of people yeah. enjoyed camp. I didn't quite enjoy camp. I, I honestly did not. Because, but the most part of camp, I was sick. I had my period. Everything like was just shitty for me. Even the last day, I was supposed to like enjoy it. I took drugs and I slept off to the next day where we had to leave camp. So for 2021, I was, I think the issue has always been with me. 2021, I wanted to develop my skills. So I worked in a digital marketing agency. I just wanted to learn a lot of stuff, but I wasn't like really focused on my brand still at that. I didn't post on Instagram, I didn't post on Twitter, even my blog. I abandoned my blog all this while since when I finished school. I just maybe post once a month or something. But like 2021, I didn't post on my blog. So I think I was still on my process of discovery. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was quite confused. Although I, know, I knew what I wanted to do, but I was very, very confused. But while in Lagos, I wanted to, the plan was when I get to Lagos, I will mix into the industry. I just want to be a music and arrow find a way to enter yeah. music business and eat music money. It's always about the money to me. But when I was in Lagos, um, okay, I worked with a digital agency and that's like, to be honest, those few months were actually really pretty amazing to me. I served for like eight months before I left. It was really, really, I learned a lot. Like I learned, I learned a lot of stuff. And the agency I worked with, the CEO is amazing. My coworkers were amazing. It was just a great time for me. And I didn't like go through the stress of Lagos, Lagos like that. Because my house to my workplace was quite close. Maybe with traffic, I can get home like two hours later, Asha. But it was still like yeah. cool and stuff. So I did enjoy that part. But I wasn't focused on my brand. And I think that's something I failed to do. Like if maybe I had probably gone out to mix with people, like I told you, I have issues with like, yeah. like mixing up. I'm not really a social person. I'm a social person, but I'm also not a social person. How do I say it? It seems like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. It's just who I am. I can yeah. be when I want to be, but mm-hmm. I'm also like socially awkward. I can get to a place mm-hmm. and I'm like, quiet, I'm on my phone, fuck, I don't want to be here, why did I leave my house? So, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, it's super crazy to me, so I knew that, oh my, this is kind of person I am, so let me not even bother myself to Mm, mix up and stuff. Yeah, I put myself in, I was, 
I was super withdrawn. I remember when my blog um, hosting got expired, my friend was like, okay, let me pay for it so that you do it. My friend in Lagos, he was like, let me pay for it now so that you do it and start blogging again since you're in Lagos and stuff. I was like, no, I'm always rejecting kindness. She's a stupid girl. I think I can do it alone. So it's not your fault. I feel like we black, like we said, black girls are taught to be self-dependent. Yes, caged. We are told. That, yes, I. We feel like you're not doing it too. Well, like yeah. I remember a friend of mine told me this year that you. He told me something. He was like, Perez, I've never seen you accept kindness from anybody. Allow yourself to be helped." you are not an island and i was like oh fuck you yeah. like, are you mad what kind of stupid deep thought is this seriously it's crazy like and it's not just something you just learn it's something you've been taught from childhood not just by your immediate family but by society itself people around you yeah. you're like, meant to be small you're just supposed to get it you're just supposed to and i feel like it's more pressure on like maybe I've noticed more it's more pressure on maybe South South girls. I don't see it with people from other backgrounds. I've I noticed that. I've noticed um, it like it's more heavy on us. I like I've noticed girls from like more ethnic people have this like, yeah, I can't do this. Like you are not helping me. I can't do it myself. But other yeah. people, I've seen many girls that they've been taught to, you know. You're allowed accept. to receive help. I remember, yes, you're allowed to accept, receive help, and not just help, love in general. Just, yes. you're, you're like, you're worthy of it. In. Yes. Yes. That's the word. You're worthy, of, you're worthy of love and help. But I learned this thing with South South girls. I was like, no, I feel myself. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll, it's no Gaga. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Initial Gaga. <laughs> like, we're always jumping to like not worry i feel myself and i've noticed with, because i went to school with let's say a lot of rich kids Uniben, mm. my, my sets a lot of i went to school with a lot of rich kids i feel like i was the only one from a proper middle class background amongst yeah. my, my uni friends and a lot of them were always like oh my god i can't do this thing oh my god i can't do that thing <laughs> And I was, you know, you know, they vex me. Like, are you mad? You can't, like, you can't leave them. Like, no, she, so she come and help me. Princess. Jesus like, Christ. And I felt so jealous of them until I got to the point where I was like, you should be learning this thing. <laughs> you should not hate on these girls. They are, they are actually living the way you're supposed to be living. But you are a fool. You're a big fool. Yeah. But please go on with your story. I'm so sorry for. Oh, it's fine. I, 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 it's fine. I totally get you now. I understand you now. Like, I mean, we've seen a lot of women from different cultures, especially in data state, Ijo women, Rubo women, um, women from Anyocha, data not and all that. Like, they tend to be the ones catering for their family. So, yeah, I mean, basically. Yeah. Imagine growing up in that kind of situation. You just you pick up things as a child. And that's like, become, that's just it. My and that, I've, I've learned like a lot. And it's not just something that maybe experience. It's just something that, it's not something that, okay, you are learning it at this moment, rather. It's something that mm. you start thinking back that, oh, well, this thing will not be normal thing. This thing will be normal thing. That's, that's, like, that's literally that? the stage that I am in, in life right now. Like, that's the stage. So after like that whole NYSE thing, and stuff. Mm-hmm. When I traveled to the UK, I started regretting. I spent mm-hmm. few months regretting that. I got a lot of invites to events and stuff because I had already built connections while I was in school. I do social media yeah. influencing and stuff, yeah. Instagram and Twitter. So I had already built connections with a lot of stuff. There were opportunities that I could have grabbed on, but I didn't have the courage to DM anybody. I didn't have to, the courage to say, oh, hey, um, I'm serving in Lagos now. I can do this, so I can do that, so do you get? Yeah, I'm available so, for work, that kind of yeah. thing. The thing is, you don't always have to be asked. You can actually be the one to ask. Ah, say, Omo, okay, I'm available now. So that's something I fit to do. Because there are lots of gigs that I was underpaid while I was in Benin. Sometimes, say, let me not say I was not paid and get... But when I was in Lagos, the moment I was in Lagos, guy, 
there were things I did. And that's why if I say something, I'm not trying to tarnish Bini image. I love Bini with all my heart. You get. But it's like you're hoping for something that's never coming. And you don't have years. Like, you don't know when this thing is going to happen. Because Nigeria is quite fucked up. And the way this industry works, it circulates back to Lagos. So, mm. imagine now that, oh, you're hoping that, okay, one day, one day, um, brands will be coming to Benin and be actually, like, paying Benin influencers what they are worth. But, like, like, nothing like that. Even when they even come, they'll use Lagos influencers to do marketing for something that is happening in Benin. Is that not stupid? But anyways, you still go with it. So, when I was in Lagos, I got, like, paid my money's worth, to be quite honest, for some gigs. Like, usually, there's one lady that she usually gives me a job when I was in, like, Benin. And when she pays me in Benin, the money that she to pay me is, like, pennies. But when I was in Lagos, when I be dying, she didn't think twice, oh. She sent me my money, oh. I used that money to do something really, really tangible. I got a ring light, I think, yeah. So it was like really, really good. So I understood that okay, this is where the where your value comes at. You get and there's like opportunities. You can do this, you can do that. But it's a case of courage for me. Or um, I wasn't. I'm not that kind of person that I was quite withdrawn. And when I look back, like I told you, I kept regretting, regretting. Oh, I should have done this. Oh, I should have done that. But. I think I got into a bit of like depression and stuff, but like at what point I'm tired of complaining. Like if you keep sad. complaining, I'll always be sad. You get like you start thinking, thinking, oh, should I have done this, should I have done that? Should... Okay. Now I have resources to get like actual good content creators and content creating tools, everything I need. Um, I have the access and all of that. And I should stop complaining because it's not getting anywhere. I'm not doing anything. So I just started like, I just started creating like, okay, let me do this, let me do that. If I have time, let me do this, let me do that. And over time, I can if if I even go back down to my Instagram post, I see progress. To be honest, and for me, that's actually what matters. I can't even lie. Like I'm actually, so even if I'm not, sorry, even if I'm not getting like things I need, like gigs or money or anything, but I know that mm-hmm. everything is. Is is time, is process, and In all of that. Process, yeah. I mean, I got my blog back on. I started posting again. Although I've not posted in like a little while now because I'm very, very stressed out. But I started posting again, and I did a bit of rebranding, changed the look of the website. And when I look at it, I'm actually proud that, okay, this is it. This is where I am now. And like you said, you, you noticed it. Like, you've seen the changes and all of that. And... and I won't say that, like, while I'm doing it alone, I'm still not doing it alone. I have, like, people, like, encouraging me and stuff, like, okay, Amada, keep doing it. You're almost there, you're almost there, you're almost there. Just keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Like, it might take time, honestly. The match doesn't just happen over over a day or two days. It might take time. But I know that, okay, it will happen. And I'm still getting, like, small gigs from Nigeria and stuff. So yeah. that's that. I'm just grateful that after like six years, I'm still here. Like the brand is still here. It's like six years, six mm-hmm. years of dedication. Even if they're like pauses and stop, life is not a smooth sailing ride. Like mm-hmm. you pause, you stop, you pick up, you continue. And what I don't do is aspire to aspire. But like life is just what it gives us. It gives you lemon, you make lemon. You take it. I'm always like, I think there will be a little sprinkle of issues of self-confidence. I'm not somebody that like, I don't know if it's self-esteem. I'm not saying, I won't say self-esteem issues. Well, no, I won't say self-esteem issues. Well, I don't like to put myself out there. Because I just like peace of mind, to be honest. I, I've seen people that do it, and I don't want that for myself. So, but over over this period of time, I've gained confidence. Like, usually, I will never in this life record a video of me sitting, talking, and put on my social media. Even if you give me, I know, like, I've rejected. The one time I accepted 
to do a video was because the money shook and it was in Lagos and I was broke. <laughs> that was the only reason I accepted to do it. I usually would not do it. But I think I've learned a lot. Because if you don't do it, eh, guy, if you see what people what people will say, you are just doing yourself. See, as far as giving you money and it's not disturbing your peace of mind, just while I just do it. See, I've seen people that like they fell down, then they came back up. And when they are coming back up now, they came back up with full force. I could use these issues of, of um, Motara with one Twitter influencer. There was an issue why right back. Uh, yeah. You remember the old situation? Yeah, I remember. I mean, the she whole got situation. guy. Lo- lots of people had opinions, things to say. Although what she did was wrong, you get people had mm-hmm. opinions and things to say, and she actually like went Not away from, from the scene. I don't know what she went through during that period. To be honest, I'm sure there were a lot of thoughts in her head. Mm-hmm. But obviously, she had a good support system that pushed her back up. And when she came back, she came back with full force. Her brand is no year old. She's like one of like the top influencers now. You get So imagine mm-hmm. she had stayed back. Oh, my Nigeria is not a situation where... The way Nigeria works right now, Nigeria is selling on entertainment. That's just it. Because Aside the like oil, really, whatever. Life is really hard. Everybody needs something to give them joy and entertainment. Do you get? Help. So, if cre- creating content is going to entertain people and you can create content, well, I create it. And it's going to give you money. The money will be here. It's actually not what. Yeah, people will say a lot. Even me, I they judge people. Uh, I won't lie. Like I said. Oh, that's what you want. We end up like jumping on the bandwagon as soon as they like they continue like when you're consistent with something you're doing, and people are just like people just get like oh that's what they I'm eventually doing. get tired like they'll jump onto something else. People have boys on Twitter. There's some younger boys that would attack, 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 attack. Would be like, see Shola now. Like we've forgotten about him. You see, everything in life is a continuous wave. It waves, another one comes. You just you can't be at the top forever. That's just the truth. And you can't be at the bottom forever because that would be exactly. The but you can find a way to make sure that you are just there, Noting like that. in your zone. You can just be at that top, even if you're not popping, popping. Just mm-hmm. stay there. Find a way to level your ground or something. Good for you. Well, Amanda, the thing yeah. about humans i feel like the thing about people in general is that we do not know how to maintain middle ground we do not even like middle ground because we're taught it you're either hot or cold it's like extremities yeah we're taught extremities and which is something i'm also learning like you said this is the phase of life to just sit learn unlearn relearn you know that kind of thing we don't know what how to stay in between. We feel like in between is a bad thing. We, we categorize in between as down. Instead, yeah. you can survive on in between until you get to a particular level where you need to like pivot. And that takes discernment. When you need to pivot, you, you take discernment. But like God will not always expect you to always be receiving riches every day. You go enter your head, look at Elon Musk. You go mad. So, like, there are situations where you just need to sit in the middle, you know, take a little bit of L, take a little bit of W, and... Take step back. You understand, like, just... I feel like life is a continuous process of learning, Sha. It's, we learn as we go. Well, like, nobody has a manual to this life, you know. Like, you don't have, you don't know, you can't control it, you can't control tomorrow, you don't know what's going to happen in a second, you don't know this. What you know is what you can do. I know that I can raise my hand like this at this moment. That is what I know. That is my own truth at this moment. So, I just feel like control as much as you can. Control the things that you can control, like, what's our prayer of serenity? That just stay calm in everything. Just try to be calm. But like eventually, if you work towards stuff, you get them. Which is the whole thing is also based on consistency, Sha. Because if you, I know, like for the earlier stage of the brand, it was the growth and everything was based on consistency. Like I said, I had time, I had people, I had support. I was posting, I can post like ten posts a day. Like who does that? Am I crazy? 
I'll, I'll, <laughs> it's crazy. Maybe I start blog. I don't know which I post. They post rubbish. Like I don't really have like branding per se. I just had logo. Yeah, you're just going with the flow. I was going with the flow, and I don't really send. I actually did not because I don't even know what branding is. To be honest, there are a lot of things I didn't know. Um, I just knew that okay, I want to. I just want to be popular. I want to make money from entertainment. I just knew something at that level, and that was what I was chasing for. And I became popular. With it. There's nothing wrong with being popular, please. Anybody that wants to say anything, there's nothing wrong with being popular. You make money. There are a lot of things that you can do. But obviously, as I grew up. I see life differently. I see a lot of things differently. I know that with being consistent, you have to actually give out good stuff. You get? Yeah. Like, you actually, it has to, when, what you are giving out has to be worth it. You also take your time to like grow and develop yourself and your brand and all of that. But when life is hard, that's one thing, Sha. I know me, that's one thing I know that life is hard. So, for the ones that are at the stage where they can grab everything, let them grab it. You, as you go, you begin to fit out things that you don't want, fit out things that you don't need. Make something out of what's popping. I don't see why you're stopping yourself. See, you can be whoever you want to be in this world. That's the thing about life. Life gives you chances upon chances. As long as you breathe, you have opportunities of opening. You can be whoever you want to be. That's just it. If you have time to grow, time to learn, everything. I don't see what's holding you, though. But though, we, people have, like, it's not as easy as I say it, to be honest. Yeah, it's not as Honestly, easy as I say it. Nothing is easy, Abby. Nothing is easy. Waiting easy for this life. Even to make it yourself, you go, your hand will tip you small now, sure. It's shook. You understand? Like, I, I feel like everybody's always expecting process to be easy. Um, well, you need to learn discipline to reap the efforts, to reap the benefits of your efforts. Because it's not going to pay today, it's not going to pay tomorrow. But one day, you go stitch up. And like you said, do better. Uh, okay, um, then I also wanted to ask you, like, you've moved since you've moved to the UK, I've noticed you've been able to be free with, like, your outfits, the way you dress, the way you talk. You're a little bit Sorry, I didn't get you. Okay. I've noticed this change in your dressing style. Like, you're less covered up. I remember back in Nigeria, you're always very covered up. Is it like because of the cultural like difference or is it just oh, you just have more confidence or more, like nobody's in your gear? I feel like I want to know why. I love oh. it though. I, I love it because you're you. stylish, yeah. Florida, <laughs> different styles, and I just want to know because when you're in Nigeria, you're always covered up. Like I knew you guy, you they avoid everything and will make you. <laughs> you, you you used to just hide. Uh, although I like to hide, but when I I growing up, him, my mom is actually like super free. You get. So yeah. as a child growing up, I used to wear like a lot of clothes that exposed my body. I used to wear like short skirts, mini skirts, handless, open backs, and all of that. I used yeah. to wear it as a child. So it's, it's when I even think about it, it's strange how I ended up covering up after, after, should I, I think this That's thing started from secondary school. Yeah, my covering up started from secondary school, and it was strictly, I know the reason, I know it, although as strange as it is, my secondary school, I, I was, I'm a very, very busty person. Like, I'm very thin, yeah. But like I'm super busty. I'm not even busty again. Like when I say busty, if I even have a picture of myself, I don't have. I don't think I have any women. A pictures of my secondary school. Like before you see me, <laughs> you've seen my breast. So yeah. when I go to school, as I my secondary school was in Benin, so we had like jacket, tie, and shirt, and all of that. So I usually like jump bus to school. Sometimes I enter bike. I started like entry bike fully. But later, um Oshomo they banned bikes in Benin. So I, I had to start entry box again. So there are like several cases of like harassment. Just let me just put it as it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. You know your entry bus. 
somebody will touch somebody touch, you, touch this touch that different words ah see your big words just i don't know why we're laughing about this thing but like those things um, it gets into your head mm-hmm. even when i'm with people maybe i get to new places people are always commenting on me but it's like you know someone comments on your body i find that very very uncomfortable to be honest whatever opinion you have keep it to yourself but uh, not south south people we know they hear word now they know they hear word very fast yeah. it's or crazy it's and it's that sizing <laughs> out like insecurity that you didn't even know you had you just like remember it just younger, like, like exactly like, you go fast very well and now what you carry i will see my leg i still not see fat in my body <laughs> it's crazy like, like this small picking god if you big finish it. exactly that those are the words says so you're small so. <laughs> i'm so sorry about that that is like and i obviously i grew up with boys so i started to like before i used to pick i didn't grow up with my sister but during holidays and stuff i used to get like a lot of stuff from my sisters and my aunties so those were feminine clothes and all of that so secondary school i started like picking up fashions for my brothers so i started wearing like a lot of big polos i just wear like yeah. if the polo is not large large i know they wear and i actually don't care i used to wear big so i picked a lot of it and obviously i wasn't like a girly girl yeah. then so when i was in uni for the most part of uni it's because i was studying while I was studying there, I used to I need to wear skirts to class. That was the reason why I had skirts. And even the skirts, I don't buy them. What my mom used to do is we used to buy materials to go and give to tailor to sew so that they were so white like again. Yeah. So yeah. that was I started wearing skirts, to be very, very honest. Like but obviously like, during classes you can wear trousers and all of that. So I used to wear a lot of polos and I like to like wear black covers like shirts that are like black and bigger than me so those are like stuff that i felt comfortable in because when i wore them people don't really get to see like my physical attributes and get to comment so people don't talk about i don't want to hear as i'm entry boss i don't want to hear also your big words i don't want to hear it honestly i don't want because i my anger level i have short circuit is like this and some people say, when you, when you don't have strength, you can't even like reply anybody, you're just quiet. Because you don't tire. So I I just better to avoid than to comfort. That's me. So I started covering up a lot and all of that. But this fashion thing, eh, this change of clothes, it actually started post-school, like after I finished school. After I yeah. finished school, obviously I was getting like a lot of gigs and I had like money. And me, I like, I, I'm a social media person. So even if I don't like post on my social media, I used to see current trends. I watch movies yeah. and all of that. You get, so I pick like a lot of things in my head. So I was buying a lot. I bought a lot of things even in my NYC. I didn't get to wear them because I don't go out. At most, yeah. I wear them, go to the mirror in my apartment and snap pictures, <laughs> do snapshot short videos. And that's it for me. I, I don't really go out. But yeah, I was creating content, and even if it's content that I'm getting to sit down, obviously I can't be wearing the same clothes every time or black black shirts. I'm not I'm not yeah, Salem King. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh my god! So so and you get to like you have like access to like these fashion brands. You have Shein, you have ASOS, you have pretty little thing it's just like it's not like nigeria that almost now what you see for online shop you go buy you if it interests you you buy them before you order you won't say you want to order from (laughs) you're frustrated (laughs) i've seen shake a new video let me never lie (laughs) let's go and buy things in new video i've seen a lot of shake so even when i was younger i used to see that Nothing in this life will make me buy gold. Nothing in this life that is a waste of money will make me buy reason. <laughs> wow. If you give me money now, 
If you give me money, I'll buy Van Cleef. <laughs> no, ah, see, 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 babe. babe I know that I'm not rich yet, though, but see, that Van Cleef, I must get him. I'm sorry. Seriously. I, I know that people are- I know people are like, oh my god, that's so materialistic. I am materialistic. What you see, guy? Even if the Bible says that vanity is upon vanity is vanity, the thing is that you're in this I'm, life now. I don't get them. See, I already have the colors I want. You see that? See, you see, you see how many that you don't get for wardrobe. I go buy like two of those things. Like come honestly, on. come on. Those things then. It's just things you should have because it's honestly anything that makes you happy, just do it. I love these things. Yeah. At that moment, maybe I didn't have the money to afford it, and obviously for my own comfort, and I don't want to hear anybody's nonsense words in my head. So I had to do yeah. what I had to do. So it seems that in Nigeria you're on survival mode. Even here, you're on, even this life as a whole, you're on survival mode. That's just the word. It's not even restricted to one place or anything. So yeah. So I'm not I'm not really like a fashion fashion influencer or a fashion fashion anything sharp, but I love clothes and honestly mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable with my body now. Yeah. yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable with my body right now. And more I'm all about body positivity. Anyhow you want to phrase it, if for anybody, it means different for anybody, but this is mine right now at this moment. My body, I've seen a lot growing up as a child, and it's not what anybody should have to go through. Imagine after having to hear words like that when you're a secondary school entry bus or somebody touching your breast. They'll tell you it's mistake, oh. They'll tell you it's, eh, it's mistake, oh. But and it's no mistake. Like, that's like. Why are you like, So weird. Like, that's like one of the reasons why then um, in school, if I'm entering bus, if I don't sit at the front, I can wait, eh? Till another bus comes just to sit at that front because I know that when I'm in the front, I'm not sharing this space with anybody, and nobody will come and sandwich me. I don't know if you get because yeah. if if it's this person that I am now that was going through all of this back then, I swear to God, the moment you touch me, I will lose you. <laughs> Either you beat me at that moment, or go for this station. That's just it. But like growing up as a child in Nigeria, as a girl child in Nigeria, it's not, it's not easy. It's traumatizing. It's like, traumatizing. These things, they're trauma. See, I can't, like, something can happen now, right now, that is PTSD for me. I can't even lie you. Society where you don't get judged by that, you can't just be yeah. sexually assaulted. Oh my God, I don't even have to talk about this thing too much, because I would just have a dick, to be honest. It's pissing me off. Like, Yes. Like it's super. I, I, I actually haven't like spoken about it like out 